This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, July 27th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Senate stalls on Farm Bill conferees, but progress seen. Leaders commit to enacting a bill. Trump eyes new trade packs, any 15. Roberts, Farm Bill talks already making progress. The Senate still hasn't named its negotiators on the Farm Bill. That will have to wait till next week after GOP leaders were unable to work out a deal yesterday to appoint the conferees. But Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts indicates that the negotiations already are well underway. Roberts said yesterday that language has been tentatively worked out on five of the bill's titles. Now, he didn't say which ones. The House-passed bill has 11 titles and the Senate has 12. The difference is the Senate bill has a separate energy title. As for that holdup in formally announcing the nine Senate conferees, a source says there still wasn't an agreement yesterday afternoon on how to handle Nebraska Senator Deb Fisher's push for a vote on an hours-of-service exemption for agriculture truckers. The new bill said to have a higher priority than SNAP reforms. Roberts and House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway of Texas met yesterday morning with House Speaker Paul Ryan and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to discuss plans for the Farm Bill. And then Roberts and Conaway spent another 45 minutes meeting with the top Democrats on their committee, that Senator Debbie Stabenow and Representative Colin Peterson. The consensus from both meetings, Roberts says, was that enacting a new Farm Bill is the top priority for everyone involved. Roberts said the committee leaders agreed that getting a farm bill done was more important than, quote, any single issue that might be brought up, and that would include nutrition, a reference to the food stamp reforms that House Republicans have been demanding. Ryan was also on board with passing the farm bill, even though he has been the number one advocate for tightening food stamp work requirements. Roberts says Ryan signaled some give on that issue. Roberts said... He says, if we go in there from the back door or the front door, we'll get there from here. Philippines and Nigeria top list for new Trump trade packs. Many of the U.S. ag sector had hoped that Japan would be the first foreign country that the Trump administration would choose for a bilateral free trade agreement. But the top candidates are actually the Philippines and Nigeria. That according to U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer at a Senate hearing yesterday. Lighthizer said, I think the Philippines may be a good first agreement. It's at a good location where there's a lot of advantages to it. He said, we want to pick somewhere where there are clear advantages to U.S. manufacturing and agriculture sales. Now, keep in mind, Japan is still adamant that it will not negotiate a bilateral FTA with the U.S. Lighthizer still meets regularly with his Japanese counterpart, but not about a free trade pact. Lighthizer said, Right now, it is the Japanese position that they don't want to enter into an agreement with the United States, but they're willing to work through broad issues, and that's something that we would expect to do, according to Lighthizer. Trump talks E-15 and trade success at Iowa event. President Donald Trump tried to use a trip to eastern Iowa yesterday to further soothe the anxiety in farm country over his trade policy. Trump promised that his administration would soon approve the year-round use of E-15, but he also left some observers puzzled about what the E-15 decision would involve. At a roundtable discussion where Trump was flanked by a pile of green hats with the Make Our Farmers Great Again stitched in gold lettering, the president said he was very close to pulling off the required vapor pressure waiver for E-15. 
But Trump also said the decision was a, quote, very complex process. And that could mean that the waiver would be packaged with benefits for the oil industry. Earlier this week, acting EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler told reporters that the E-15 waiver would be a part of a package deal, much like the tentative agreement Trump rejected earlier this year that would have made exported ethanol eligible for the renewable fuel standard compliance. Bugging out. USDA research spending targeted. A proposed amendment to a Senate spending bill aims to squash federal funding for research and development of foods made from insects. Senator Jeff Flake quipping on the Senate floor yesterday, who wants to eat bugs for lunch? I'm hearing crickets. The amendment would specifically bar USDA from funding the development of insect-based foods, including cricket farming and taste testing of insect-based foods. Scientists are looking to develop insects as a new protein source, but Flake says there's no need for that given the amount of surplus meat already on the market. Arizona Republicans said his provision would be included in a package of amendments that are expected to be added to the new spending legislation next week. That bill funds the USDA, the FDA, the EPA, and several other departments and agencies. U.S. Department of Agriculture disappointed on the EU gene editing ruling. Deputy Agriculture Secretary Steve Sensky says the Trump administration hopes the European Union doesn't go forward with requesting gene editing the way it does other forms of genetic engineering. This week, the EU's highest court ruled gene-edited plants and animals are to be regulated under the country's tough GMO directive. He said, we hope that it's not the final ruling because we do see these new plant breeding tools, gene editing, as really tools of the future that can really benefit not only farmers but also consumers. Greg Jaffe of the Center for Science and the Public Interest says in an analysis critical of the EU ruling that could disrupt U.S. exports of gene-edited commodities. And those disruptions could be much worse than we've seen with existing GMOs because there are so many gene-edited crops in the commercial and development pipeline, that according to Jaffe yesterday. Purdue confers with G20 counterparts. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue is in Argentina starting today for a meeting with G20 agriculture ministers. The chance to discuss the most pressing challenge facing agriculture is inevitable, but there is a lot of work that needs to be done. That according to Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue. Here's today's He Said It. We just opened Europe for you farmers. You're not going to be too angry with Trump, I can tell you. And that none other than President Trump in Iowa on the European Union's commitment to increase purchases of U.S. soybeans. Well, that is Daybreak for this Friday, July 27th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.